0: you're listening to the law of attraction radio network are you ready to change your life in the next 30 minutes it's time for power and a half hour with coach mark get your notebooks ready he's about to go in five four three two one coach mark let's go thanks for tuning in thanks for tuning in this is coach mark and you're listening to power and a half hour in the next 30 minutes we're going to learn the tips tricks and techniques of the rich and the super successful i hope you guys are ready all right so the quote that i'm going to go ahead and start today's show with is a person who falls and gets back up is much stronger than a person who never fell let me repeat that a person who falls and gets back up is much stronger Than a person who never fell. All right. The title of today's show is getting back up. Right. We all need this one right here because we're all going to fall in life. I can promise you this. If you stand up long enough, you will fall. It's not about whether or not you fall. It's only a matter of if you get back up. All right. So I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to remind you That if you want to call in and ever listen to my live show, I do it every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The call-in number is 404-793-7050. If you ever want to go back and listen to this show or any of my other recorded shows, you can go to my website, www.powerhh.com dot com. That's www.powerhh.com. If we are not friends on Facebook, I would love to be your friend, right? I would love to be your friend. I hope you would love to be mine as well. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, my name is the Real Mark Star. Or search for Mark M A R K. S T A R R. I have a couple different profiles that have that name. So make sure you find the right one, which is facebook.com slash the real Mark star. All right. We also have a power and a half hour Facebook group. So if you are not a part of that group, I would love to have you in that group. So do a search for that group power in a half hour and send a request in and we will gladly add you into our group. Uh, I have a daily message service called Be Better Daily. If you're in the United States, I don't have it available for overseas yet, but I'm working on that, and that should be available very, very shortly. If you want to join it and you're in the United States, all you have to do is text BBD. That's Boy Boy Dog BBD to four one one two four seven. Alrighty. And last announcement before we get started: If you have not downloaded my book yet you can download it at www.repeataftermebook.com. It's absolutely free. All right, so www.repeataftermebook.com. And for those of you that want to stay in touch with me, you want to uh, get in direct contact with me, um, go ahead and send me an email. My email address is CoachMarkSpeaks, that's C-O-A-C-H-M-A-R-K-S-P-E-A-K-S, Coach Mark at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you, especially if you're using the information that I'm sharing with you every single week and applying it to your lives, and you are seeing some magnificent changes, all right? Are you guys ready? Profile number one, Kevin Plank. He's the founder and CEO of Under Armour. Now, Kevin, while a student at the University of Maryland, launched various businesses, One of the businesses that he developed was called Cupid's Valentine, which is a business in which he annually sold roses for Valentine's Day. Now, he was able to save up $17,000 from this business, which ended up being the money he used to start Under Armour. He started Under Armour with $15,000. That's it. Now, the concept of Under Armour was born out of the necessity as Kevin was always the sweatiest guy on the football field and was frustrated by his sweat-soaked cotton t-shirt's inability to keep him dry and comfortable. And because Kevin wasn't the biggest and fastest on the football field, he was looking for an edge on the field and he figured if he can get the extra weight of the sweat off of his body, it would give him the edge that he needed. Now, Kevin wanted a better alternative to the short sleeve cotton t shirt in the summer and the long sleeve cotton t shirt in the winter. So, Kevin started out by going to tailors in his hometown and asking them to make shirts out of some synthetic fibers, fabrics that he bought from Minnesota Fabrics. That was how he started, just like that. He then decided to drive down to New York's Garment District. Only having seen it in the movies and parked his car and walked around until he could find some companies that would help him. Now, Kevin started this business out of his grandmother's townhouse in Georgetown. The townhouse was three three levels in which he lived on the top floor. The sales office, which was the living room and the dining room, was on the middle level. And the basement is where he kept his inventory. Now, Kevin would ask his former teammates to try out the shirts, informing them that it would increase their performance. And as these same players would become professionals, he would send them T-shirts to also give away to their teammates. Now, Kevin would also travel up and down the East Coast with T-shirts in the trunk of his car. At the end of 1996, he was able to land his first big sale to a team for $17,000 worth of apparel. By 1997, Kevin had over $100,000 in orders that his company had to fulfill. He started this with $15,000 that he made from another business. So he literally started out with nothing. Watch where this story goes. Within five years, he turned Under Armour into a $5 million company. Under Armour has since become one of the biggest companies in athletic apparel. As of 2015, under Armour is worth over $20 billion, with a B, billion, not million, but billion dollars. And Kevin has a net worth of $3.9 billion. Did you guys hear what I just said? This company that he started out of his grandmother's townhouse is now worth $20 billion, and this man is worth $3.9 billion. When asked in an interview... For a piece of advice he would like to share with up-and-coming entrepreneurs, Kevin said, success does not happen quickly. Let me say that again. Success does not happen quickly. It happens from doing the same thing over and over, becoming great at it, and delivering great value to consumers. It takes time, and that's why I'm such an advocate for if you have an idea, get it out there. Find out if it can sell and if it does, make version two, then move to version three and find a way. A lot of us have some amazing ideas, but we can't sit down and just talk about these ideas. Just talk about I got I get people calling me every single day, Coach Mark, I got this amazing idea. Put it into action. Don't tell me about it. Put it into action. That's the difference between Kevin and everybody else. Kevin had an idea. And he put it into action. That's why he's worth $3.9 billion. Kevin is exactly right. Success comes from doing the same thing over and over and becoming great at it. Profile number two, Katy Perry. Now, Katy Perry is now one of the most successful singers and songwriters that is currently out. But many people don't know the amount of disappointments and struggles that she has gone through to get to the level that she's at. Katie started out her career early in her life as she started her career early in her life as she dropped out of high school as a freshman and got her GED in 1999 to pursue her career as a singer. Katie started out as a gospel singer. In 2001, she had released her first gospel album with Red Hill Records, which ended up being commercially unsuccessful. That first album only sold 200 copies. That's it, 200 copies, and the record company eventually went out of business. I'm sure they did. (laughs) No record company could survive only selling 200 copies, right? Katie then shifted to making pop music. She then moved to LA to record with producer Glenn Ballard. In 2003, she was signed to Island Def Jam, but shortly after her contract was terminated. In 2004, she signed a recording contract With Columbia Records now Columbia sought to make her the lead vocalist in a band however that deal eventually fell through as Columbia Records shelved the project before it was completed they didn't even give it a chance to get out there now by 2006 Katie had been dropped by three record labels and most people would have quit but Katie kept going you hear what I said? Most people would have quit by then. You know what? I tried this thing three times. Didn't work out. Probably wasn't meant to be. That's the difference. That is the difference. Katie knew what she was destined for. Now, Katie continued to pursue her career while working odd jobs and doing backup vocals until she was signed to Capital Music Group. After years of setbacks and disappointments, Katie's career finally took off and the rest, as they say, is history. Now, throughout her career, Katie has won five American Music Awards, 14 People's Choice Awards, three Guinness World Records, five Billboard Music Awards, and has been nominated ten times for a Grammy Award. In September 2012, Billboard named her Woman of the Year And from May 2010 to September 2011, she spent a record breaking 69 consecutive weeks in the top of the Billboard Hot 100. Now, how many talented people that you know got their big shot, right? Didn't work out. And they just put it down. They just quit. They could have been that next Katy Perry. Almost every single singer, every single thing has a similar same story. You can go and study every single one. I study success. I've studied over 500 people this year. And I'm telling you, almost every single one of them has had the same story. Disappointment after disappointment after disappointment after disappointment after disappointment, but they keep going. Profile number three, Thomas Edison. Now, most of us are familiar with Thomas Edison. And if not, then we are definitely familiar with his inventions. Thomas Edison is is credited with inventing the phonograph, which is the record player, the movie camera, and the electric light bulb. Thomas Edison holds the patent to over 1,093 US patents, as well as many patents in UK, France, and Germany. Now, because of Thomas Edison's inventions, we have electric lights, power utilities, sound recording, and motion pictures, movies. What most people don't know is that Thomas Edison failed over 10,000 times in his attempt to invent a commercially viable electric light bulb, but he didn't give up. If he did, we may still be in the dark right now, right? That would be crazy. When asked by a newspaper reporter if he felt like a failure and if he should give up after having gone through over 9,000 failed attempts, Edison stated, now listen to what he said, Why would I feel like a failure and why would I give up now? I now definitely know over 9,000 ways an electric light bulb won't work. Success is almost in my grasp. When we look at all the accomplishments of Edison's, we must remember that this is the same person whose teachers said that he was too stupid to learn anything and he was fired from his first two jobs for not being productive enough. Thomas Edison refused to give up no matter what. Now, just this year alone, I've studied over 500 of the most successful people that are currently living or have lived over the past 150 years. Now, every single person that I've studied without failure has had many setbacks, every single one of them. Each and every single one of them was knocked to the ground, but each and every single one of them got back up. That's the key. They all got back up. Now, as a matter of fact, They've gotten knocked down way more times than most everyone else. And I can say this with certainty because they've gotten in the ring more times than everyone else. Thomas Edison has gotten knocked down over 10,000 times. How many of us get knocked down one time and that's it? We're out for the count. This man got knocked down over 10,000 times, but he keeps getting up. That's why we have lights. That's why we have movies. That's why we have music, recorded music. Now, they have made up their minds that they're destined for success in whatever they're trying to do. Now, some of these people include Walt Disney of Disney World and Disneyland, who was fired from the Kansas City Star in 1919 because editors said that he lacked imagination and he didn't have any good ideas. J.K. Rowling. She got fired when working at the London office of Amnesty International because she would write stories on her work computer all day long. Her book, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, was rejected 12 times. And J.K. was told not to quit her day job. As of May 2015, over 450 million books in the Harry Potter series have been sold. She has a net worth of over 1 billion pounds which is worth more than dollars. The Harry Potter brand is worth $15 billion. The film series grossed over $7.7 billion, highest grossing film series in history. This lady was on welfare. This lady was dead broke right before her um, book came out, her first book came out. Got rejected 12 times. You can't tell me that somebody listening to this call has just as much if not more talent than this lady. I'm telling you, I know that somebody, if not many people on this call, have just as much, if not more talent than this lady. She was going to be homeless. She had no money. But in her mind, she had no other options. That's why she kept going. Number three, Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen. Chicken Soup for the Soul series was rejected by 140 publishing companies before finally being accepted by a small publishing company in Florida. I know you guys have seen their books. Chicken Soup for the Soul. They got a chicken soup for the soul for everything. Cat lover, dog lover, teenager for the African-American soul. Every kind of soul that's out there, they have a, they have a chicken soup for the soul. These guys were rejected 140 times. Now they've gone on to sell over 130 million books. 130 million books. They got over a billion dollar brand. Absolutely amazing. Gone with the Wind by Margaret Mitchell was rejected 38 times. We know Gone with the Wind has sold over 30 million copies. Not even going to talk about what the the movie did. I think at the time, probably was the biggest selling movie of all time. Michael Bloomberg. He was let go when he was working as a partner at Solomon Brothers, which is an investment bank. Michael Bloomberg used the money from his severance package to set up a company named Innovative Market Systems, which later became Bloomberg LP. Now, this man got let go, got fired, right? Could have took his severance package from New York and did what <laughs> most people would have did, said, you know what? I'm just going to retire to Florida, buy me a little house and buy me a little fishing pole and a fishing boat, and that's it. He didn't do that. He kept going. Michael is currently the 10th wealthiest person in the U.S., the 13th wealthiest person in the world with a net worth of 38.5 billion dollars and he's also served as the mayor of new york city didn't quit jerry seinfeld was fired after a poor performance on his very small role on the sitcom benson no one even told him that he was fired and he found out about it when he showed up for work and discovered that his part was missing from the script can you imagine that this man shows up to work ready to work his part's gone Jerry Seinfeld is the wealthiest actor in the world with a net worth of over $820 million. He does not have to ever work again. Just off of his syndication deal with Seinfeld, he makes over $100 million a year. Off of something, you talk about residual income. Off of something that he doesn't even do anymore. This man makes $100 million, $100 million a year. they fired him, didn't even tell him. So you got to treat people good, man. You never know where people are going to end up being. Now, as you can see, I can go on and on and on with examples of people that are super successful now that have not always been successful. The key in every one of these examples is that every person listed above did not stay on the ground. Every one of them got back up after being thrown down on the ground. We have to remember that falling down is a part of life. Getting back up is living. Let me say that again. Falling down is a part of life. Getting back up is living. Now, if you ever watched a toddler trying to walk or a young child trying to ride a bike, they're going to fall several times before they figure it out. It takes falling down over and over again to create success. The first step to achieving the success is believing that you can. That belief that you have is what will keep you getting back up when you get knocked down. Hearing these stories of all these other successful people getting knocked down will also help you to realize that everyone has these setbacks. But what has made these people succeed is their relentless attitude to get back up once they've been knocked down on the ground. They're not staying down. They're getting back up. Now, here are 10 other reminders that will help you to keep us motivated after we fall down and will give us the energy that we need to get back up. Number one, we have to remind ourselves that everything will be okay. Now, sometimes we get knocked down so hard that we just can't jump back up. Sometimes we need a little extra time to get back up as long as we don't stay down too long. That's the key. It's like when a boxer gets knocked down, he has 10 seconds to get back up. You know, the referees, they're counting one. Two, three. Now, sometimes we may have just slipped and we can get right back up after one or two seconds. But sometimes we need to wait until that referee gets to eight or nine before we can stand. It's all right to take that little extra time. But you can't be down when he gets to 10. You got to get back up before you get counted out. Number two. There is no success without failure. Let me say that one again. There is no success without failure. Now, the only person that has made no mistakes is the person who didn't try anything at all. Now, it's better to have a life full of small failures that you've learned from rather than a lifetime filled with the regrets of never trying. When you get to the end of your life, you're not going to think about all the, all the small setbacks that you had. You're going to think about all the things that you wish that you did that you never did. That now you will never have the opportunity to ever do again. We only get one shot at this life. We only get one shot. You don't get to 85, 90, 95, 100 and say, you know what? It's a couple things I didn't get a chance to do. Let me, let me reset. You only get one shot at this life. You got to make the most of it. Number three, positive thinking creates positive Results. Anything that we don't like, we can always change. If we can't change it, we can change how we perceive it. Sometimes we can't stop these setbacks from happening, but we can decide that we won't allow them to make us depressed and miserable. Number four success is always closer than it appears. Let your mistakes and setbacks be your motivation. Mistakes teaches us important lessons, and every time we make a mistake, they bring us closer to our goals. We have to think like Thomas Edison. He didn't allow 9,999 failures to stop him. Number five, you are not your mistakes. Let me repeat that one again. You are not your mistakes. Mistakes will happen, but we can't allow them to define us. We have to use these mistakes to carve out our path to greatness. Number six. Life's best lessons are learned during unexpected times. Now, we never go out looking for mistakes. They just somehow finds us. And that's okay as long as we understand that we have to remember to use these for our benefit. Instead of thinking, why does everything bad happen to me at the wrong times? Start thinking, if this is happening to me now, there must be something I need to learn from this experience. Everything that you deem as being bad that's going on in your life is a teacher. Me and my mom just had this conversation today. Everything, when I look back at my life, everything, all the worst events that happened in my life ended up being the greatest because they taught me the greatest lessons, right? But if we're always complaining about them and we don't pull the lessons out, we get tested again. We're going to get that same situation again in our life. So I can promise you this. Anything that's going on in your life right now that you don't like, it's something that you need to learn from that. And once you learn the lesson, then it's not going to happen anymore. Number seven, mistakes are rarely as bad as they seem. Now, sometimes we have the tendency to make the mistake seem like it's the worst thing that has ever happened to us. Even when they are, they always give us an opportunity to grow stronger. Kind of goes back to what we said on the last one. Number eight, not getting what we want can sometimes be a blessing. Isn't this the truth? Sometimes not getting what we want can be a stroke of good luck because it forces us to reevaluate things. It opens new doors to opportunities and information that we may have previously overlooked. And sometimes getting what we initially want could end up being the worst thing that has ever happened to us. Now, how many times do we say that we wanted a particular item? We wanted maybe a particular person in our life. And then a couple months go by and we realize that, oh my gosh, our life would have been a disaster if we would have gotten exactly what we wanted. Number nine, mistakes are just another form of practice. Every great master was once a disaster. (laughs) Now, every great master was once an amateur. The quicker you get comfortable with making mistakes, the quicker you will learn the skills and knowledge necessary to master your craft. And number 10, always, always, always remember you are making progress. As long as you get up and brush yourself off and keep moving forward, you are making progress. As long as you're making progress, you are ahead of everyone else that are still on the ground afraid to get back up. All right, all right. Well, that's all the time that we have for today's show. Want to remind you, want to remind you. If you ever want to go back and re listen to any of these shows, or you know someone that probably should have heard this show, uh, you can go to www.powerhh.com. All right. Now, I know you got three friends that should have heard this, right? As you were listening to this, you was like, man, Becky's going through this. Johnny's going through this, right? I know you got three friends that should have listened to this message today, so share this with them, right? Be a great friend to them and share this with them because you never know what's going to encourage someone to really leap forward and do all the things in life that they need to absolutely do. So make sure you share this with three friends. If you have not downloaded my book yet or you know a friend that could benefit from my book, have them go to www.repeatafterme.com book.com and they can download it for absolutely free if you want to send me a message you can go ahead and just email me directly my email address is coach mark speaks that's c-o-a-c-h m-a-r-k-s-p-e-a-k-s at gmail.com or you can find me on facebook i'm the real mark star all right or um, search for mark m-a-r-k-s-t-a-r-r all right and the quote that we're going to end today's show with is Sometimes you have to get knocked down lower than you've ever been to stand back up taller than you ever were. Alrighty? Awesome. Well, until next show. Thanks for listening to Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. To listen or re-listen, go to powerinahalfhour.com. Follow Coach Mark on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Mark Speaks. Find Coach Mark on Facebook by searching for Mark Star. Like our Facebook fan page, Power in a Half Hour, and join our Power in a Half Hour Facebook group. See you next You're week. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network.